the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Super Spreader. Available now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. Come experience the all-new 2023 Mitsubishi PHEV, our plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. Bold, capable, electrifying. Reserve yours today. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi, just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. 732-863-2788. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. 605-111 Broadway. We are downtown. There's a cool, like, old school song about downtown. I am here with Joan Pelzer. She's in the studio. I can see the Honorable Matt Borzi behind the glass, counting down the hours until uh, he's sipping in a glass of a brown liquid, but not just not today, I don't think. He's got a couple more days left. And while Sambolino is home on the throne, we got the man, Alex Garrett. He needs a couple of days to whip me back into shape to do production, okay? So that, that's what's going on right now. All right. right. Listen, also. whatever it takes, whatever it takes. So we have some uh, some happy stories, then we got some not-so-happy stories. Um, I am going to start off with just a little bit of a happy anecdote. Um, you know, in life, uh, it's we all... Life is about priorities, right? Life is about choices. I remember that movie Awakenings with uh, Robert De Niro, right? And I remember, and I think I've only seen it once, but it had such an impact. And uh, talking about being able to make choices, right? That's what makes us such a powerful being, a species on this planet. We're able to choose things. So I made a choice. Actually, made the choice, I think, on Monday. Um, I heard... Uh, you know, my dad and, and mom, they, they're not, they don't do social media. And long story short, I was able to connect my dad with one of his law school uh, classmates, who I don't believe he's seen for many, many years, um, George Santangelo. But George Santangelo was a name I heard my whole life growing up. As a matter of fact, I remember being a kid at PS185 and my dad picking me up from school with George Santangelo, which is such a rare thing. They were two lawyers. They must have been in their 30s at the time. And uh, so George Angelo reached out to me through social media. I had seen him not that long ago. Long story longer, I connected with him, with my father, and four guys who've known each other for a very long time. I believe they're all octogenarians or close there, too. We're going to have lunch today in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. And I had a big uh, meeting scheduled for 
uh, in my Manhattan office around the same time, around 1, 2 o'clock. And, you know, I, they say practice what you preach, so I'm trying to practice what I preach. You know, yes, you have to be responsible with money and, and living up to commitments and not letting people down, but there are certain little episodes in life where you need to step up and, and pivot. And so I canceled my meetings. I, I just pushed them back a couple of days and I walked into the restaurant where my dad and his, his three buddies were hanging out. And, you know, there was a, a very legitimate smile on my father's face uh, when I walked in and I got, to, I only spent 15 minutes with them, but it was so wonderful. And all I could think of is, you know, I hope 30 years from now when I'm, uh, well, I'll be 85, Padre's not 85 yet, but I hope I'll have a, uh, a Wednesday afternoon lunch with three people. You know, maybe it'll be Uncle Josh, who I went to law school with, and some of the other attorneys I've practiced with. So that is the the happy story of the day. Um, you know, two, two sad stories of the day. Um, one is a, a new event and one is an anniversary. Um, Joan, I'm going to ask for your help on this. Um, let's talk about Ellen DeGeneres and, and what happened um, on her show. Uh, well, the, the, the Go ahead, take it, Joe. Alex, will you play something for us? Over a decade ago, I met someone who changed my life and, and our show. And I'm talking about you, Twitch. Yeah, so I'm, I'm devastated. I used to watch Ellen's show all the time, and I loved Twitch. He was on So You Think You Can Dance. He met his wife on that show. He was a runner-up. Ellen then hired him because she loved his dancing. He became her DJ. Then he became her executive producer until they stopped doing the show in 2020 when they ran its course. He killed himself, supposedly shot himself in a hotel. His wife went um, to the LAPD because she said he didn't take his car Tuesday morning, and it's unusual. And they found him a couple of hours later in a hotel. And it's I, I actually cried this morning because I thought and I thought of you, Arthur, I thought of us coming on the show tonight and I thought it's all about love and it's all about like your story just now with your dad is just so key to that. We have to have support networks. We have to have love. Talk to the friend that you think is the most stable and most OK, because they may be the one that's not. So tying this all together, <clears throat> when I pivoted and changed my appointments, mm-hmm. I brought someone into the office, yes, today, this morning, who is not a, a client, he's a friend, but I know he's in not in a good position, and I know he needed help. And sometimes I'm smart enough, I'm usually I'm not that smart, but I'm smart enough to know that I, I'm not the only one who could help people. So I brought him in with another attorney to talk about life a little bit, mm. um, and I don't think he was at the point of, of committing suicide, but he clearly was in a bad place, and... Let's face it, and Alex, you could talk about this as well. This time of year, yes, for people, I, I don't know, statistically speaking, I'm sure it's like the highest rate of suicide. I would have to look into that, but I'm pretty sure. And, you know, my own community had a loss that we've been dealing with for 17 years now. I mean, mm-hmm. and this was not by suicide. This was just by, because the disabled community is very sensitive and, and can have health issues. And so we've been dealing with that. And Whenever this time comes around and we honor Scotty Pollock, you know, a kid with no arms who played basketball died oh, at wow. 17 from a brain aneurysm. 
it does put the community in that sort of depression. And so yeah. we're all, we have to come together, right? And, and and talk to each other through these moments so that we don't go over the and edge, if you will. And be together. Yes. And I mean, prevented yeah. that. And you could tie it into, you know, what I saw on the subway on the way here from Midtown to downtown. I'm downtown right now. You know, there was clearly someone in the train who... You know, they weren't bothering anyone. They were just rocking back and forth Mm -hmm. and talking to themselves. And they're, you know, they're they're in in need of help. And Mm -hmm. it's just interesting because that person who I saw today is clearly homeless and struggling and have nothing. And yet, um, DJ, who's Ellen Scott? Twitch. Twitch. Boss Twitch. Stephen Boss. Okay. He's got it all, right? Yes. I mean, he is, he's living Seemingly, the dream, right? Yes. And he's got the wife, and he's got the kids, he's got Three the fame, children. he's got the, right? And he's gone. So um, we can't take any of that for granted. And when you wake up and you're in a good mood and you're happy and all the chemicals are clicking in the right way, boy, are you blessed. Yeah. Um, I, how do you move that blessing forward to others is the point well, of this I mean, well, right? Well, well, I mean, you, you, you pay it forward, right? You, I mean, look at you, Alex. You're walking around. you got a smile on your face all the time. I'm he sure one of the most there are times people. in your life. I mean, people who don't know Alex uses crutches. I'm sure when there's a snowstorm out here or it's pouring rain, it's not that much fun for you to get around, but I never hear you complain. No, it's, it's what it is. You know, I, I get to work and I do it. But, yeah, of course, we all have our down days as well, but... Coming to the station actually lifts me up, believe it or not. Well, half full. I mean, anytime you get to see Joan Pelzer. I mean, Hell yeah. yeah. So oh, let, let, let's just stay along along the line of like being depressed right now, because um, by far, not even a close second, really, the worst case I ever did when I my 12 years plus at Fox was uh, it was 10 years ago today um, was the Sandy Hook mm-hmm. <clears throat> tragedy. Uh, and again, that was someone who was suffering from mental illness, who clearly was suffering. Anyone who would do that is that's the definition of mental illness. And as we speak, uh, Alex here in the studio has um, the television on and they just showed the pictures of all these little kids. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing. When I went there with Geraldo Rivera to cover the story, they had a board up of the 20 kids who died, the 20 little students, and they're all right around Luca's age. I mean, there was one kid, so Luke is July 12th. There was one kid who was like, I don't know, July 18th or July oh. July 9th. And now I look at these kids' pictures, and I think of, well, Luca was like that. And now Luca, as you know, is taller than I am, basically. Yes. And how those children got robbed, how those parents got robbed, how the siblings of those children yep. they got and I mean, it was it was by far, second to none, the saddest thing. I mean, you know... Innocent. I mean, anyone getting murdered is horrible. Um, Twitch killing himself is horrible. Anthony Bourdain killing himself is horrible. But little kids, you take your your children to kindergarten and you're like, you're under the assumption that everything is fine and everything is safe. And you go to work that day and everything's going to be fine. And then you get this call and your little joy is gone. Wow. And, you know, Alex, you say, well, what do you do when you're bummed out? You got to think of those people, and you know, as my uh, my aunt used to say, if everyone threw their problems out into the street and you saw everyone else's problems, you would take your problems back again. So don't you know? Th- that's the only thing I can, the only positive I can think of in terms of how do you help other people mm-hmm. through that tragedy is when you're in a position where you don't think you can help others, or you don't even think you can help yourself. Think about the pain and the horror that those folks um, have been going through. And 
Maybe you shouldn't have so much pity on yourself. Do some push-ups. Jump on the Peloton like I did today. And they started a charity, um, Sandy yes. Hook Promise. So if anyone's ten interested, sandyhookpromise.org. And they are helping shine a light on this so that people can identify when this could be a problem. And they've managed to thwart many of these tragedies around the country. All right. So we're going to try to pick things up for the rest of the show. We, we absolutely kinda, will. We kind of needed to get that out of the way. We're going to have Pat Cullen, the president of uh, the New York State Supreme Court Officers Association on. We're going to do a little reflection on last night in Times Square. I'm going to leave a little early today, and I'm going to leave you with Joan. Uh-oh. Uh, and Alex is here, so we'll talk a little World Cup and anything else that's going on in the sports. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Today, it's Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, the whole fruit and vegetable capsule delivering your maximum nutrition in every dose. 100% whole food nutrition with the taste, smell, and color of pure fruits and veggies. as nature intended just for you. Try them now and see for yourself. 35% off and free shipping. Call now, 800-2468-751 or balanceofnature.com. And don't miss Wellness Wednesday tonight at 7 p.m. on AM 970. The Answer. It's bowl season in the Big Apple. Corner the end zone. He's got it for a lead-taking touchdown orange. What a throw. On Thursday, December 29th, Syracuse clashes with Minnesota in the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium. On fourth and one, they got 46. Our coverage begins at one on your home for Syracuse football. Catch all the action Thursday, December 29th at one on AM 970. The Answer. Let me ask you something. Is your husband, your wife, someone who is very close to you in a hospital or in a rehab center? Are people telling you that you are not eligible for Medicaid? Well, you know, the cost of a nursing home is $500 a day. That's right, $15,000 a month. Are you frightened about bankruptcy just to pay for the medical and facility bills? Don't panic. Just call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. These attorneys really know that stuff. You know that. I've been telling you that forever. They've helped hundreds of people just like you with the same thing that you're going through. They'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for, and they'll also help you devise a plan to avoid news of such horrible financial straits. Call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer. Call 718-238-6500. Their offices are in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. And remember, folks, it's never too late. The time to act is now. Don't wait. Call Connors and Sullivan today. 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. And trust me, after you talk to them, you will be so glad that you did. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. world court officers are heroes i remember when i was a prosecutor defendant try to 
come after me and beat me up. I was in the hallway. Actually, in the hallway recently, another lawyer tried to come after me and beat me up. I'm kind of quick, so it's, you know, I don't want to get into fights, though. But, yes, I am a big, big, huge fan of the New York State Court Officers, all the court officers that I deal with in criminal court, Supreme Court, the Appellate Division. I've yet to wander up to the Court of Appeals in uh, Albany, but, um, you know, rah-rah for the uh, court officers that protect everyone in the courthouses in the state of New York. So without further ado, the president of the New York State Supreme Court Officers Association, no stranger to the Authorized Dollar Power Hour, Pat Cullen. Hello, Mr. Cullen. Hey, Arthur, how are you? Actually, am, am I, what rank are you? Sergeant. Okay, so I apologize, Sarge. You know, no, I mean, don't I'm, worry about if it. If you want, I'll drop and do 25 while you talk through your next... Uh, your next segment. Uh, um, let me ask you something. The um, yeah. I know you guys were in some heavy uh, contract negotiations. Yeah. And uh, I believe, well, actually I know, but I want you to give the good news. I know you got some good news, some, even some good news that's even retroactive. So tell the folks who are listening uh, about the court officers and how well taken care of they're going to be in New York, thanks to your leadership of the union. Yeah, we, uh, last week we, we, tallied our votes and we ratified a new five-year contract um, with a 99.97% approval rating. Um, it's, a, it's a result that's unprecedented in our history. And I would, I would venture to say it's uh, probably in any union's history. Uh, getting people to agree on anything is difficult enough, um, but to have a, an essentially unanimous opinion on something is monumental for us. And uh, it's a, testament to our ability to communicate with our members and uh, the level of trust that we've built over the last decade or so. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're very happy that we to deliver it to our members and that they uh, accepted it with such a um, with such zeal. So just give us a, a, a just a quick, you know, a highlight reel of what the new contract uh, entails. Yeah, it's a, the deals for five years and ending in 2026. So it puts us at, you know, la- you know, uh, bargaining peace for uh, another few years, which is always helpful to everybody, both sides. Uh, it provides a 13% base salary increase for all of our titles and, and additional increases to all of our existing economic features uh, outside of base salary. Uh, it included a $3,000 signing bonus. Um, and we were also able to create a new fiscal package, which uh, allows our members to cash in some of their accrued time for, for cash, for money. Okay, uh, which is important as now now more than ever. And just give us this quick. We're talking to Pat Cullen. He's the president of the New York State Supreme Court Officers Association. Uh, give us a quick, you know, state of the union. Yeah, how are you guys doing in terms of you know numbers wise and staffing? I mean, I will tell you, there are some times when I am in the Supreme Courts here in the five boroughs where uh, they're telling me they can't call a case because they don't have a. Um, you know, a team to go downstairs. They can't have, you know, just one court officer in the room and they send one downstairs. So how are the numbers looking? The staffing's atrocious out there. And like you said, you see it firsthand. But for those, you know, folks who are about to get a uh, jury summons and come to court possibly for their first time ever, um, you know, it is less safe than ever. Uh, We are down so many people post-pandemic. We are down numbers that we haven't seen um, really ever. You know, we're, we're in desperate need uh, for the Office of Court Administration to commit to hiring five to 600 people state, you know, 
Is, is there, but, but Pat, is there a, oh, excuse me, Sergeant Cullen, is there a, um, <laughs> you know, is there a list? I mean, is there a demand for yeah. these jobs? Yeah, well, that, this is an issue, right? So, yeah, we, we test just like all civil service tests. Um, and in prior years when the test is given, we used to have 100 to 125,000 eligible folks on the list who would be then vetted through back, you know, background check and physical capabilities tests and things of that nature. Um, we currently, uh, for the last list, there were only 28,000 people eligible. Um, so we've seen basically a 75% downturn in the, uh, in the amount of people uh, in New York who want to be a court officer. And, what, and, and to what, I mean, I know you don't have a crystal ball, but to what do you attribute that? I mean, it's a great job in my, in my opinion. I mean, it's, I, I think so anyway. I mean, it's, I, I've been doing, you know, around you guys for 30 years, exactly 30 years. Right. And it's, you know, most of the court officers I know and I interact with, I mean, you know, I interact with you guys on a daily basis. No um, question. No you know, everyone seems to be pretty content. Yeah. But, but, you know, like, I think you can attribute it to, really two two main factors one's generational and you're never going to get over the fact that you know um younger people are less interested in in becoming civil servants at this you know time in our society that's just a that that's a that's a wide-ranging fact that i'm not sure anybody can change but the the, the main really the main issue is the retirement tier uh tier six has changed and the jobs you know that we have and other uniformed personnel throughout the city and the state uh, have always enjoyed. Uh, we, look, we sign a contract with the, with the municipality to say, you're never going to make me rich. I'm going to give you this much of my life, and then I'll be able to collect a pension for the rest of my life. It's one of the most attractive things and probably the thing that most people um, take jobs like these for. Now the benefits in retirement have been diminished for members of tier six, which is the new people coming into and, the and system. Can you just tell us a little bit, we're talking to Pat Collin, the New York State Supreme Court officers. When you say diminish, what does that mean? Well, that, well, they have to work longer periods of time for the same amount of pension that would be given to somebody who was hired 20, 25, 30 years ago. And so they're, they're basically um, forced to work until they're, uh, a much older age than folks like myself who are eligible for retirement uh, at 55 years of age. So that alone, I think, has driven down the numbers of people who are interested. So what, what's in the new the, what's the new age of retirement? 62? 62, yes. Oh, I, I'm 55, yeah. bro. 62 seems like young, man. I'm a kid at 62. Uh, yeah, well, and we're, we're, you know, we're, we're in we're in in the five boroughs and the ninth judicial district. We're in altercations on a consistent basis, on a daily basis. Um, we have, you know, we have members who are getting hurt on a daily basis. So that doesn't help the staffing uh, issues either. When people when we have left staff and and people get hurt because we have less staff, then we have even less staff. So. Well, you know, we're hopeful that, um, as you know, you know, we're 10 days away from Governor Hochul um, tapping somebody to potentially be our next chief judge. And we're hopeful that whoever that may be is um, willing to work with us because we're willing to work with anybody uh, and to help them understand just how severe the um, safety issues are by the lack of uh, staffing in our courts. All right. Well, 
Sergeant Cullen, since you tapped on it and uh, you, you open, yep. it's called it's called opening the door in the courtroom. Yes. Um, yeah. There have been some stories floating around about the former chief judge, uh, Janet DeFiori, still using court officers as a security detail for yeah. her personal needs. Is, uh, is Are you allowed to comment on that? Sure. I'm happy to comment on it. Um, you know, I, I think the assignment of, of uh, active court personnel, especially in the face of a severe staffing crisis, um, it's an egregious misuse of funds and responsibility. Um, it, it cuts, you know, she, she didn't re- retire from the court system. She resigned. So she's not even a retired judge at this point. Um, and I think that, that these, this activity um, it, coming to light, it, it cuts at the integrity of an entire branch of government which the public must base its trust in. Now, but okay, um, but as, as a law enforcement, uh, a high-ranking law enforcement official, let's just say someone does, uh, you know, step down. They don't retire, but they resign, um, right. and because of their prior position working for the government, there are significant threats against them that have been verified. Under right. those circumstances, does does do you agree that they deserve some form of protection? I, I would I would venture to say that I think in that position um, they should really find um, private security to protect them because again where you, you the the court officers who were you know just following orders continuing to protect uh, uh, Judge DiFiori um, you know they're paid with taxpayer money and when the previous chief judge retired. His protection ended the very next day. So, you know, there is no um, there's no pretext and there's no. Uh, I just I just didn't know whether you guys did it. I apologize for interrupting you. So I just didn't know if you guys did a threat, if you did a threat assessment and say, OK, you know what? This this person really is in, in jeopardy. We verified that the person who is threatening her. You know, or, or the phone number comes back to a, a known blood gang member or something right. like that. And, and, you know, we don't nobody wants blood on the hands of a civil servant, Chris. No. no. And the truth of the matter is, like, I believe that the investigative reporter, um, you know, was asking to see logs and to see security assessments. And the Office of Court Administration basically stonewalled them. Okay. All right. Okay. Here you go, folks. Here on the Idola Power, you have Sergeant Pat Cullen telling it to you like it is. He is the president of the New York State Supreme Court Officers Association. Um, Sergeant Cullen, is there uh, anything else you want to put out over the airwaves to our uh, plethora of listeners before we uh, say so long? No, I just want to, first of all, wish everybody happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and um, just thank everybody for their support. I want to thank our membership for their continued support of our union. And I want to thank folks like you, Arthur, who uh, have folks like me on your program and allow us to, um, you know, uh, publicize some of the, the, the uh, issues and the topics that are uh, hot. Because, like I said, anybody could be in court. Any You get a jury summons, you could be in court. And, and nobody's happy about going to court, but um, just about every New Yorker eventually has contact with New York and we're there to help you. Um, and we want to, you know, build that confidence in the public, but while protecting you. So thanks for your well, support. Pat, always. Whenever you listen, uh, honestly, anytime you need to get the word out, you know, you just call Joan and, and you know, you'll, yep. you'll have the next available time slot to spread the word. All right, my friend. Much appreciated. Arthur. All have right. A great one. Thanks have for Merry Christmas. Out. No, my pleasure. You too. 
So let me tell you real quick, Alex, when I was an ADA, one of the cases that I tried, um, it wasn't a court officer, but it was a correction officer. And um, he's escorting a um, he's escorting a defendant from okay. the pens into the courtroom. And, you know, they searched these guys and all that. And this guy was just a lunatic. Um, and he he had a razor blade inside of his mouth, like uh, like on the side in between the gum and the inside of his cheek. And like for no reason, like just because he was nuts, he pulled as soon as they took the handcuffs on him and he just pulled the razor blade out from his from his mouth and he just turned around and he just cut the court, the correction officer's face from like the top of his eye all the That's way down his just... cheek, all the way down to his chin. And I, I tried that case and I tried that guy. He was always, you know, he already had an open case that actually wasn't mine. I was not prosecuting him on that case, but then I prosecuted him on this case and uh not that long ago, within the last three or four years, I'm walking down the street here in the city, and this guy comes over to me, hey, Idala! And I look, and there's the correction officer, James, and he gave me a big hug. And, and the guy. I, no, 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 the guy was in jail for a long time, because uh, he had the first case he went to jail for, and then, you know, you cut a correction officer, you know, that's, that's the family of the courthouse, you're in big trouble. But, you know, that was a great feeling seeing in James once again. And, you know, look, some of my closest friends uh, are court officers. Uh, and um, Dennis Quirk, who's another union leader. Uh, yeah, I've known him since I'm a little boy almost uh, in the world. Uh, he's, he's a fantastic leader of, of men and women in the court system. So, uh, you Before know. Before we go to break real quick, I got to ask you and this. The, and the court reporters, because I'm about to do Plaza, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> so it's the court officers, the court reporters, the correction officers, the court clerks. I mean, they're the ones that make the system run. But when someone, you said someone tried to come after you, right? Do you oh, have yeah. self-defense or what? Do you, did you take lessons or I got to tell you, these guys, the, the court officers were so fast that. I didn't. I I barely moved. I really did. I. I mean, that the one guy goes and runs to the judge, right? So they go to get the judge off the bench. I just kind of like two, took two steps back, and I remember the the, the court officer who really tackled the dude. He's an Italian guy. He was a big guy. He was a sergeant. He never spoke. He wasn't a friendly guy. Um, but boy, he moved quick, and that guy was on the floor and handcuffed and two shakes of a lamb's tail. All right, bad boys, bad boys, here on the Alter Dollar Power, 635. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world. And then you're going to end this show on such a high note with Alex and Joni, the Alex and Joni Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You chuck it on this one. You chuck it on your mother and you chuck it on your father. You chuck it on your brother and you chuck it on your sister. You chuck it on that one and you chuck it on me. Bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? Have you ever had a legal question about elder law or state law? Every Wednesday night during Kevin McCullough's show, you'll hear from Mike Connors himself of Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law, answering real listener questions. Simply email that question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer. And Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on AM 570, The Mission. 
What a great voice here. And Joe Piscopo here on AM 970, The Answer. Well, you just heard about court officers. Well, what about court reporters? Would you like a career in the legal field making great money without having to go to law school? One that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, for whom, and how frequently? Well, that job is very simple. It's called court reporting. Now, it's not that simple to learn. Nothing that you're going to just do at home. Um, You need help. But court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, and television stations are all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info, I-N-F-O, at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Tonight, it's Wellness Night on Radio Night Live. That means Dr. Jeanette Nishwat will be in, and we'll hear from Dr. Douglas Howard. Join us tonight at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. Ready to start a business in New Jersey? The state's New Jersey Business Action Center is here to guide you through the process. Call us at 1-800-JERSEY-7. That's 1-800-JERSEY-7. This message sponsored by the New Jersey Business Action Center, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. All right. So it's, I think they said yesterday, 18 days. So now it's 17 days until New Year's Eve. That's right. New Year's Eve. Wow. 2023. Whew. Oh, makes me tired. It's 2023. Alex, 2023, man. I know. Well, you had a great 2022, but I know we were, you know, there's a big event going on on New Year's Eve, isn't there? Also what, on that What group. about Sam Bowen? Where is he right now? Where is Matt Sam Bowen? We wonder. It's, a, it's called The Throne. Oh, I think that's where he is. All right. And do you realize we're going to be almost three years since COVID started in the new year? Yeah. It'll be three years. Yep, it's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well... All right, so why don't you do something different? Like, if you can't sneak into Times Square with our friend Tom Harris, you can do an in New Year's Eve ringing in 2023 in a way that you will never, ever, 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 ever forget. It's aboard the Atlantis of New York Cruises. They are hosting a fabulous New Year's Eve party that is guaranteed to impress. It is the best place for a 360-degree view of the New Year's Eve fireworks. So here's what you're going to get. You're going to get hors d'oeuvres and a gourmet buffet. I've been there, done that. We've all have. It's great. The food is great. Sushi and and all kinds of pastas and cheeses and meats. Premium open bar featuring their gold bar. That means it's the good stuff. With festive New Year's Eve cocktails, a live DJ, and just tons of entertainment. And we can't leave this out. Free-flowing champagne. Champagne. <laughs> Champagne. That's probably how Morano would say it. Speaking of New Year's, I can't think of a better place to pop the question to that special someone in your life. Rather, no place is better than the Atlantis for doing that. You're sitting underneath the Statue of Liberty and say, will you marry me? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail, and tickets are going so fast, so don't hesitate. Go to NewYorkCruises.com or call 718-646-8083. 
Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. Come experience the all-new 2023 Mitsubishi PHEV, our plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. Bold, capable, electrifying. Reserve yours today. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi, just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Mayor Adams had a message for New York City's tax the rich promoting pro- progressives today. Get out of town. That's what Mayor Adams told the progressives who are screaming to tax the rich. Quote, it blows my mind when I hear, quote, so what if they leave? Adams said, no, you leave. I want my high income earners right here. Uh, This morning there was the Association for a Better New York Breakfast. Um, I, I sometimes go to that breakfast. It's just Real early. I got a real early breakfast again tomorrow. Um, ready for this stat? Ready. 51% of our taxes in the city of New York. Guess what percentage of New Yorkers pay 51% of, of the taxes? So hypothetically, if we collect a billion dollars in taxes, so 500 and whatever million, 501 million is 2%. Of New Yorkers pay 51% of it. So if there's 8 million people in New York, right, let's just say you know, 1% is what, 800,000? So like 1.6 million are paying, no, that's, that's 160,000. How about that, Idala? 160,000 people are paying 2%. They're paying the 50, that, that's the 2% paying 51%. And this is what Mayor Adams said. I want the person who drives the limousine to be paid a good wage and the person sitting in the back of the limousine to continue to use their discretionary funds to go to our restaurants and use our hotels. And, you know, we could build on that and, and sit at the expensive seats at Yankee Stadium and the Metropolitan Opera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, what do you want me to tell you? Go, Mayor Adams, go. Quote, we have to tell our news publications enough, 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 he said, before claiming he does not see the same type of press treatment when he visits other countries and other cities. The New York City press cards only covers the worst part of our day and highlights that over and over again. All right, Eric, <clears throat> but if you were here right now, I'd be telling you, what is this, is this a news flash? That's all the news does. There's always there's no like good news station. They highlight whatever is the the, the crappiest part of of our society. And yeah. unfortunately, as human beings, that's what we gravitate gravitate towards, and that's what sells. So it's a little, I don't know what the right word is, but for him to say, oh, they only focus on the 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 bad stuff. That's that's what they always do. I will tell you. Last night at at Times Square. We had Steve Quozo on, right? Yeah, he was and awesome. And from the New York Post. And I'm not sure, I haven't followed it closely enough, if he is a, a big Eric Adams fan. But when I, I, he didn't pull any punches, and he sent us a message today saying how much he enjoyed being on the show. But he said that 
he basically said crime isn't as bad as they're, they're making it out to be. And when Adam said that about a month or two months ago, that it's a perception problem, that the things aren't as bad as they're making it out to be, he got destroyed. But here you have Steve Quozo from The Post, mm-hmm. uh, who's basically saying the same thing. And I, I just thought that was interesting. Look, I know everybody, right? We all would love to be in a crime-free zone. Mm-hmm. Well, let's face it. That's, I mean, wouldn't that be wonderful? Um we're not, but we're still, I believe, the safest big city in the world. And Eric Adams and the police commissioner seem to be working really hard mm-hmm. to continue to make that happen. I'm going to leave momentarily. Oh, no. Um, but before I do, I have to just, I have to beat up, I have to beat up um, Uber and Lyft one more time. Okay. So we do this fantastic, fun Times Square show last night. Yes. Then I went out with our friend Jerry, and we were brainstorming about 2023 and the show, and, and we'll get into that later. But it was a very productive evening. And now it was 1030 at night, and I was heading to the subway, and, you know, on the subway, because once I went far east enough, the subway was going to be like 49 minutes, and the car was going to be 28 minutes. And that 20 like minutes, like, matters, yes. right? So you there's... there's Around there, 45th Street and 5th Avenue, you can't get a cab. It's just, they're just too much demand, right? So I open up the Lyft app. 125 bucks. What? It's not raining. It's not snowing. It's not rush hour. It's 1030, 125 bucks on, on Lyft and on Uber. It was like another thing. I said, forget this. I turn around. I start walking towards the D train, back to 6th Avenue, and... As God has it, a cab cab, cab oh, pulls up and lets someone out, and I get in. You and lucked out. Now, sometimes they go, oh, I don't want to go all the way to Bay Ridge. Right. The guy had could have been nicer, took me to Bay Ridge. The, when we got to Bay Ridge, his meter said, I think, 45 or $48. And you know what I did? And I don't know. I very rarely do this. I tipped him the 30%, Good. which was the most that Good. you could give him. And it still was whatever came out to 60 bucks. It was half of what the crooks on Uber and Lyft and all of that, dude. Yep. So, fuck, fuck, I mean, five stars to, uh, five stars. Multiple to, dumps there, but that's okay. We, we got you. No, we got I, you coming. I, all I was saying was five <laughs> stars to the Taxi and Limousine Commission. That, that sounded a little bit. And bad, you but, felt safe but, in Times Square last night, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I, I did, too. I was too. strolling all around. And, there, and was, there were there were police officers. There were Times Square Alliance And, and I was in there. Grand Central yesterday and today, and there was a lot of, yep. I, there was, it was definitely extra security people yeah. besides NYPD. So that yeah. was good. Well, you know, so, yesterday was Taylor Swift's birthday, so I figured, why not take us out with Welcome to New York to, to take us okay. out tonight? Thank you there very you much. So I'm going to leave, and I am going uh, home to rehearse for my gig Friday night. Rapid pulse, I will yeah! Be, I, I will be here I'm uh, a tomorrow, live and local, down here in the studio, and then I'm going to steak night with all the boys from uh, the DA's office of Brooklyn. Um, so enjoy the last 15 minutes uh, with Joan and Alex, and I will see you tomorrow. And happy birthday, Taylor. Searching for a sound we hadn't heard before And I said welcome to New York It's been waiting for you Welcome to New York Welcome to New York Welcome to New York It's been waiting for you Welcome to New York 
Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. New York City's first and only life plan community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre campus along the Hudson River just minutes away from Grand Central and Riverdale. River's Edge, a community for adults ages 62 and up, provides peace of mind knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional cost, no matter how your needs change. River's Edge, your plan for calm. Call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit River's edge.org. Dr. Gorka here and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you the relief factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade. One so painfully made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give relief factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Why look so awfully tragic? Put on a happy face. Smiling can work like magic. Put on a happy face. Take off the gloomy mask tragedy. It's not your style. You look so good that you'll be glad you decided to smile. I love this song. Who doesn't love Dick Van Dyke and this song? Put on a happy face. Alex, you always have a happy face. I try to. By the way, I figure this is a good way to to close out because you always come to the show with the happy faces. I try to see the glass half full. And you know, my mommy and daddy are watching. I still call them mommy and daddy. I love my mommy and daddy. They're uh, watching. They're listening to us right now, Alex. And you will be seeing them Friday night. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And I'm going to wear a shoe. Right now, I'm in my sock. I'm going to wear a shoe. Because God forbid they they drop a glass or something. You want to be dancing. You and I danced like our craziness Mm -hmm. at the Friars Club, and you were in front of a glass breaking, so that's not good. So it's the Joni and Alex show right now. Executive producer and engineer extraordinaire, and Matt is is hugging a toilet bowl somewhere in Brooklyn. He wants to know how much I can have on my plate going into 2023. Exactly. So this is a big test for me, right? Exactly. So here we go. And I want to shout out to all of the folks involved, to TJ, Regina, and Tom, to Christine Nicholas and AB to Kevin McCullough this 
this was just such a great evening. What a night. I froze my tootsies off. I walked home and I could barely feel my feet, but it was, I was on a high. And thanks to Joyce, 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 Joyce for putting this all together and for making this happen. Um, And Andy, and uh, I cannot remember who was the... There was Jordan with him as well. Jordan, I'm so so sorry that I forgot her name. Um, And we really did miss our Sambolino. We we don't like it when he's not with us, but boy, was he sick, huh? But we got a great two-hour broadcast. And did you have a hot toddy while you were there? Of course I had a hot toddy in a coffee cup. (laughs) A hot toddy. It was fantastic. It's what kept us warm. But seriously, it was a really beautiful, wonderful night. And, you know, Arthur just, he gets high from doing these things. And so do I. I mean, I I thrive. Yes, I drink caffeine. I drink coffee. But I thrive on this kind of stuff. So What was remarkable also is Arthur was like picking people from the crowd. He was. He was. And I made a friend. I made a friend who we actually thought was homeless because of the bags he had. But right. it turns out he was an 80-year-old named Louie who lived in a VA home in up in uh, the in uh, East Harlem. He was a merchant marine, and he was going for an operation this week. So he was happy to be there. He gave me a signed, autographed uh, little drawing that he did. But why did we play that song, Alex? Because what is today? So yesterday, actually, was Dick Van Dyke's. 97th birthday and wow. he still dances like he's like 25 he's amazing, right? so amazing I remember watching the Dick Van Dyke show with my parents and I loved it he was in one of my favorite shows ever was Mary Poppins yes. step in time yeah. step in I mean I love that I saw the musical on my 40th birthday with my friends Michelle and the Mirabili family and um, I'm going to be seeing them Friday morning is the, the funeral service for Rob's mother um, Rose who lived a beautiful life but I also I want to have a special shout out today for a very dear friend of mine. Her name is Jeanette Hausler and she lives in New Jersey and she's one of my best friends from college. She was with me in London um, when we lost our, our dear, dear friends. More than 30 years ago now on Flight 103 that crashed over Lockerbie, they just finally arrested, apparently arrested one of the bombers. So that is a celebration for those of us who lost loved ones. Uh Syracuse lost uh, a lot of students and we lost two, Colleen and Lynn, who I still think about to this day. But I need to shout out and want to shout out to my bestie, Jeanette. I love her dearly and I just want her to have a very happy birthday today. So I'm going to send this link to her afterwards so she can hear us. We'll definitely have that ready. Yeah, for her as well. yeah. So other than Dick Van Dyke, um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Night at the Museum. How evil yeah. was he in Night at the Museum? But I just loved him. Didn't you? So love Dick to, Van Dyke. I, I remember Robin Williams in that. I don't necessarily remember Dick Van Dyke to be honest. In now. what movie? In Night at the Museum. Are you kidding? I, he I'm played serious. the bad guy, the old security guard that was oh, trying yes. to steal okay, yes, everything because yes, 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 they yes, yes. they wanted the elixir to help them live forever. That's right. Now right? I remember him. Yeah. So you played some fun things today. Um, today you played the French anthem to start. Why don't we tell everybody why? And I'm bummed that they won. I have to say. Well, yeah. So they beat Morocco two nothing, I believe, in the World Cup. I'm so bummed they beat Morocco. But look, this is a great setup, right? You've got France, who's pretty much perennial in this World Cup final, When are right? they not? Exactly. And then you've got Messi and Argentina uh, looking to get their title. And I think 
for Messi to go out with this win would be pretty epic. You I know, want Argentina. I we, don't want we France. We clearly have an Argentinian community, by the way, yes. because we saw that in Times Square. Yes. We see that around our neighborhood. So there's a lot of people in New York yeah. pulling for Messi. And yeah. good on them, because I'm, I'm rooting for them as well, right? So yeah, I spent some time in Morocco. So I was all for Morocco. I have good friends, Zineb, in Morocco. And uh, I was with American Voices, a group, an organization, a nonprofit that we went as guests of the U.S. Embassy in Morocco to teach marketing and improv to theaters. So it was really a cool time. I spent about a month there. So I was all for Morocco. And let me tell you, Lino in our office, he okay. kind of rallies us every time there's a match on. Match? Is it called a match? Yes, that's okay. right. Yep. So every time there's a match on, he rallies us. We go into the Sinatra room and everyone's got to watch this. And you know it's on in the middle of the day because mm-hmm. Qatar is on the other side of the world, right. and so it's it's got to be on in the middle of the day and here. And still mourning the loss of Grant Wall, by the way. Who yeah, talk about that, Alex. An aneurysm. Uh, look, he really had a very sad. bad bronchitis. He was a beloved soccer journalist and a beloved podcaster as well, and I started covering that because I'm like, well, this is a New York story. He's a New York City resident. His now widow, uh, Dr. Celine Gounder, has been investigating this with the city, and I'm glad the city medical examiner took this in their hands to figure out what happened because there was a lot of conspiracies yes. and, and thoughts about Qatar's moment, which, yeah. is no, which has been dispelled. But the point is that we lost an American journalist and Aww. a New York City journalist sad. on a foreign sail, soil. Sad, sad. But you know what? We continue in his memory. I, I think that's why all of us have to stay healthy to continue all these people's yeah. Uh, memories alive to keep them alive absolutely absolutely and so you know I bet my aunt and uncle are listening Aunt Moody and Uncle Al so I'm going to shout them out and you know they talked to uh, our friend Frank from Staten Island recently my aunt is up often at one in the morning so she tends to listen to his show at one in the morning and I, I happen to go visit them Thanksgiving weekend and I said, well, why don't I try and call our friend Frank from Staten Island? And he picked up the phone. It was his baby's birthday. And Aunt Moody and Uncle Al got to talk to him. And uh, they just loved it. Carmen, yeah. Frank, look, Frank from Staten Island is one that's amazing, isn't He's he? Awesome. He's awesome. Family. So what else is going on in sports? Anything? Are, we, well, <laughs> are our Yankees? I hear our Yankees are going to win next year. What do we think? We hope so. I know we're in the hunt for Carlos Rodon. Look. I don't think the Yankees' free agent market is done after Aaron Judge, and that's a plus. Oh, my God. That just made me happy. Uh, I honestly don't know who else plays right now. I used to know the Jeter-era people, and now sure. I'm not clear. Well, I You mean, have to educate me in the I, spring. I'm looking forward to this outfield. Okay, you're going to have Harrison Bader in center and hopefully leadoff. You're going to have Oswaldo Cabrera, the second-year player now, although really half a year with Cabrera, him. Cabrera, what's his first name? Oswaldo Cabrera. Okay. He was in that outfield with the Yankees. I was thinking Judge Mickey Cabrera. Is that and, a, isn't that an... A, a, Mickey uh, Cabrera? Oh, no? yes. Well, Miguel Cabrera was, yeah. was the guy who actually got it. See, I'm not wrong. No, you're not wrong. Three silent hit. We also had Melky Cabrera back in the Melky, day. Melky, that's yeah, who I yeah, was thinking yeah. of. So you have those guys. But uh, no, the Yanks look really good. And so do the Mets. You know, they just signed this high profile Japanese pitcher to five to a ridiculous contract. You know, they, they're like the highest payroll now yeah. almost with the Senga signing. And so you're going to have a great rotation. I in can't flushing. wait to see it. I'm excited. I'm going to go to some games with you next year. We're going to go. And I'm also excited that the Giants and Jets are still in competition. You have a 49ers shirt on right now. I know. But so do you like the Giants or the Jets? I love the Giants, okay. but I, I'm wearing Montana because I feel like, you know, doing a lot around here, I need that Montana I did energy, a commercial so. once with the bus. Oh, yes. Jerome you know who Mattis, the bus right? is? Yeah, he was the nicest guy. 
And uh, by the way, we have a minute left here, and it's actually Vanessa Hudgens' birthday as well. That's why I'm about to play a little bit from Tick, Tick, Fantastic. Boom. Did you and like Tick, Tick, Boom, by the way? I did like Tick, Tick, Boom very much. And um, tomorrow, Arthur's going to be direct with you in the studio. He's going to have our dear friend, Gotham Government Relations, uh, David Schwartz with him, and Mike Fisher, who's going to talk about the 58th Street Coalition. It's a group that is um, fighting a homeless hotel that is unsafe for homeless. So we're going to hear all about that tomorrow. So that's what you'll hear. And Arthur is off rehearsing with Rapid Pulse. I am such a groupie now. But we all continue the quintessential New York brand, don't we? We so do. We, go. we do. Over and out. We Thanks will see you everybody. next time. The Arthur Idella Power Hour. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.